yo, yo. Welcome to the Cultivate and Keep episode where we talk about what it means to be a man as a Christian. That's right. Corey Haynes, welcome. Thank you, sir. How's it going? <laughs> good, man. Really good. Good? I feel like I just hit a wall, though, to be honest. Really? I feel tired. Yeah, I can tell. You can tell uh, how I'm yeah, like slouched sure. over. <laughs> All right, I'm up. Yeah. And just the way you're talking, too. Yeah. I'm welcome. Like, yeah. No, no. Dude, it's like eight. 32 yeah it's late bro hey i feel you dude i i've been going to bed earlier <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, ever since we came back from boston and um i'm loving it but also i get tired a lot earlier mm-hmm. and so I, I feel you side note i uh we, ha- we were just talking about shark tank uh before we hit record and i saw one for this coffee drink called i think it's called super coffee or okay. i don't know it's some like health supposedly some healthy like energy coffee drink um like no sugar or whatever and so uh I was like, oh that's cool i should like try it and it's like super expensive it's like four bucks for a little like 12 ounce can and anyway on shark tank they didn't like it they said oh this is nasty like you mm. gotta fix this and interesting they didn't get a deal it was like three young brothers but um today i was shopping at sprouts and i saw it for a dollar 80 and i was like bro whoa, i gotta i gotta snatch that up so i tried <laughs> it uh so bad dude oh no Complete cheeks it was not good it tasted like uh paint and bubble gum what? like mixed it and was, it was coffee yeah it was a, i mean i'm it was very like chemically like it was not good weird don't know why i'm sure and they managed to you. get it in the stores well, yeah, I mean, the stores are probably it, just getting rid of it. it was, they were doing well, like on the show. Like, it, there wasn't huh. some like they had made a good amount of money, and like, I think they had done over like a million dollars in revenue. It was like you know de- they were doing well, but they so just a lot of people with bad taste. Well, the sharks didn't like it. They thought it tasted nasty. Oh. Um, but yeah, anyway, I tried it. Awful. <laughs> Why am I sharing this for two reasons? A, if you're out there listening to this, do not try the, <laughs> the super coffee. Kids. Let it be known. It's a scam. Uh, secondly. Dude, it gave me a, a good, but it did give me like a good boost of energy. Oh, uh, dude, that was around like if one, only you had one right now, I know. dude. It was around like one thirty or two, and I feel like I just got tired. Mm. Like I was I was jamming, dude. This afternoon, I was feeling good. That's nice. Yeah, um, I've been feeling the afternoon yeah, coffees now too. Actually, really, you're drinking coffee now? Yeah, so a little bit. So proud um, I think it's related to well. I've been taking more naps recently too. Are you still I think I did, yeah, just like <laughs> the hairline, the naps, like I'm just aging really quickly apparently. Uh the early bedtime. For but, those um, that missed it, the last episode Corey talked about putting some like hair yeah. hair cream, right? Or pills. <laughs> it's it's all the above. It's Yeah, dude. But it's working, so it's okay. okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's okay. But uh but yeah, anyway, so I've been when I don't want to take a nap and I know like I'm going to need one. You sometimes just got to do the afternoon coffee and just kind of yes push sir. through and, yes sir. and then you nap at like five o'clock instead of three o'clock. <laughs> <which is bad. laughs> You're funny. Perks of working at home. Sometimes you can just take a little nap, you know, yeah, just kind of conk out. It doesn't help that where I work, where my office is set up is in the guest bedroom and literally my chair is like up against our bed, <laughs> like a bed. It's not our Dude, bed. Say I'm in the same situation. Yeah. So I just like turn around, like just like fall over into the bed and I'm out. So yeah. It's too easy. Nice, yeah, it's nice. No, but it's bad. It's too <laughs> tempting. Speaking of business ideas, actually, uh, quick update on Hey Marketers, my mm-hmm. my little side project job job board. Um, it's been the best month so far, and I've done over seven hundred bucks this month. Dude, yeah, why didn't you told me? That's awesome. I know. I it's okay. So it's it's funny because I just hosted a little 
I call it like in my Indie Hackers of San Diego meetup. I host a meetup with a couple of nerds who are trying to mm-hmm. build online businesses once a month. And, um, and we were talking about how this is funny thing that happens where like once you build something and it works, you almost feel less motivated to work on it because it's working. Mm-hmm. And I literally haven't done anything more with it since I launched it in May. Like I've kind of like automated the things that like need to be done weekly. Um, and I'll basically just go in to like publish the new jobs that get submitted. Um, but I have this huge list of things I want to do and mm-hmm. all these like ideas and things that people ask for, which I'm not sure how important they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny because it's, it's doing really well, but I'm also not feeling like super motivated about it, which is yeah, yeah mm-hmm. interesting, but it's going well. So good. We'll Maybe. get motivated. Yeah. <laughs> It, that's right that's find cool. the will dude he's got to find yeah. yeah it's it's um it's a good project so quick update on that so today i wanted to talk about this idea um so in boston i was in boston for half vacation but also uh monique and i've kind of made a tradition of going to uh, a marketing conference called Hypergrowth. it's not really a marketing conference i mean it's where a lot of marketers are invited but it's not really about marketing it's mostly about uh, entrepreneurship and ideas and thinking differently and you know a lot of the kind of more applicable stuff not just to marketing and technical nerdy stuff uh, and our favorite speaker of the day for sure both Monique and I was this lady named Anita and she created her own Harvard course uh, and it's all about the business of media entertainment and sports or entertainment sports and media one of those um, and basically her job or what she does is she walks around, like travels with, studies, uh, and, and works with famous people <laughs> and like analyzes them and, and basically how they do their business. So, uh, and a lot of these, like she's built really good relationships with like NBA players, uh, musicians, actors, uh, you know, producers, um, uh, other like media moguls, you know, like record producers or you know, owners, et cetera. Um, so she basically has like the coolest job ever. She's like, has like, she had a picture of like her and like LeBron and her and Dwayne Wade. It was like <laughs> her and Channing Tatum. And they're like, they were just like chilling. And like, they came to her class and like mm-hmm. gave like a, you know, she like did like a Q and a with these kind of, these kind of people. But anyways, her whole talk was about, um, what she called finding your unique multi hyphenate, which is like a really, complex but you know memorable way of kind of communicating this idea essentially of finding this unique combination of of things that you like and are good at and can get paid for uh that you can make a really neat essentially like career out of or a really like unique fulfilling uh thing that pays the bills essentially um i think we, we could talk about it because the way that she broke it down but was really good, but also just the idea I hadn't really thought too much about like how it's very like multidimensional. Like I think yeah. that most of the, most of the time we, we kind of think like, okay, what am I good at? Like, let me just go find a job that pays me for the things that I'm good at. Um, but what you're good at doesn't necessarily mean that you like doing it. And it also doesn't necessarily mean, um, that it's what you, it's what pays very well either. Right. Mm-hmm. You could be really good at um i don't know inputting data into an excel sheet and it's like you love it but it doesn't mean that you're gonna get paid mm-hmm. you know six-figure salary for it it's a very uh commoditized job or it's probably not even like a thing anymore because computers do it for you um but 
one of the things that she talks a lot about is, you know, the reason why she studies these celebrities and these actors, musicians, uh, sports stars, etc., is because they've all, at least the most successful ones and the ones she studies, have all kind of broken out of, like, they've kind of reinvented themselves in a way where, where like, Dwayne Wade is not just a, um, he's not just an NBA player. I think his thing that he's really into right now uh, is, like, uh, deals with brands. Mm -hmm. And so he's, he's known as like, you know, when Nike comes to Dwayne Wade and was like, Hey, you know, we want to do a shoe with you or we want to, um, you know, do a commercial. We want to do like a, you know, a line of, I don't know, jerseys or sports apparel, whatever it is. Um, he doesn't just want to take like a, uh, like a flat fee of like, you know, you give me a million dollars, we can do this and you Mm -hmm. can put my name on it. He wants a royalty and he wants like ongoing fees and he wants uh, stock options in mm-hmm. Nike. And he's known for being like super ruthless about like making these brand deals that end up paying out much more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron James, similarly, he has been investing in a bunch of different companies and his most successful one, I think actually is a pizza company. Heard about this. Blaze Pizza. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, really, they're a lot bigger in like the Southeast mm-hmm. and East Coast. Um, not so much over here in the West Coast. I think there's one here in San Diego, actually, that opened pretty recently. Um, but LeBron is actually very much like the business guy. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Michael Jordan, too. You know, Michael Jordan now owns the Hornets. They were mm-hmm. the Bobcats, now the Hornets. Um, I think I saw... So this year, someone published stats of, like, how much uh, Nike's most highly paid, you know, um, like, endorsements are. Mm-hmm. And... LeBron James was number two. I think it's sixty-five million dollars he's going to make from Nike. A year. A year. This year, uh, Michael Jordan is going to make a hundred and thirty million dollars this year. Oh my goodness. So he's quite the businessman. Yeah. Um. Uh, another couple ideas. So Ryan Reynolds just came out with um his own like whiskey brand. Uh, similarly, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. I don't know if you know. You ever watched Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. huh? They just came out with uh, their Dos Hombres. I think it's a tequila, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but basically all these people like kind of breaking out of like what they're originally known for <laughs> using their kind of like stardom, but also like learning these new new skills and going these new adventures <laughs> um that's been a lot, you know, really fun for them. So <laughs> it's like why should why should it be any different for us even if we don't have the stardom and the, you know, <laughs> the we're not famous, we don't have tons of Instagram followers, also not yeah. rich like they are, right? But it really shouldn't be any that much different for us mm-hmm. well you know for us i think well for me i try to to be like kind of like this chart shows like you know what do you love what are you good at what can you be paid for but then like also like what does the world need or like what are the needs mm. around you yeah like those four like aspects i know for me for the longest time i've like tried to find like one occupation or one way to spend my time that it com- encompasses all four of those and i think like that's the issue i think we all do that we, we try to find the one job that's like I think the two main ones are like, what do we love and what, what can I get paid for basically are like yeah. the two. Yeah. Um, but what this is saying is like, it's kind of like a combination of all of them. Right. Or it's saying that like, you're not just one, like you're, you're all these different facets that make up you and who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you pronounce the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's concept. Uh, it? Ikage. Ikage. Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that that basically is the concept of like the meaning of uh, a reason for existing. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing, <laughs> so like you said, you, you made a good point in that a lot of people try to find this perfect, all yeah, all yeah. in one thing of like, um, I'm going to be a 
a researcher for I don't know. I'm going to do something. I was gonna say, where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I'm going with it. But basically, they try to find like the perfect job that checks all the boxes, super fulfilling. You know, it's what the world needs. I'm really good at it, and I get paid a ton for it. But that, it almost never happens. Like, it's good to try to find that thing, but you shouldn't rely on just that one thing. Maybe a more, uh, a more viable strategy, and what a lot of these like celebrities and and uh, you know famous people have done is that they just do something else too mm-hmm. that checks those other boxes mm-hmm. you know like um i'm sure that Dwayne wade and lebron uh love basketball and are super good at it and get paid a ton but maybe it's not exactly what the world needs i know a lot of other you know probably like you know richer people do a lot of like philanthropy you know they do a lot of like charity work or they, they give back in certain ways mm-hmm. similarly for for like you and me you know i don't know uh i don't exactly get like paid a ton for what i do I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, I don't know if I like, I think I love some aspects of what I do, Mm -hmm. but like this podcast, for example, is like, I think I really love at it. I think I'm pretty good at it. I don't get paid for it. Right. (laughs) But I think it's what the world needs. Mm -hmm. And so instead of trying to find this one thing, like I can have two things, Mm -hmm. I can have three things. And that's kind of what this idea, this idea of like the multi hyphenate person is, is like they're a, uh, you know, LeBron James is, uh, basketball player, um, entrepreneur, you know, movie actor. Dwayne Wade is um, basketball player, you know, father. Uh, there's all these different aspects of people mm-hmm. rather than just, you know, what they get paid to do or what they love doing. Yeah. I don't know if um, you're listening, if you're a visual person. I don't, I don't know if this can go in the show notes. If it can, that be, would be cool. You might be able to, yeah. Because um, it shows this chart, uh, you know, with these four circles of kind of the, the main boxes of we do good at, what do you love, what does the world need, and what can you get paid for. And it shows them all like intersecting, overlapping, and at the center of that is is the phrase, ikage, ikage, <laughs> which is the concept or the reason of for existing. Um, and I, that to me, that's kind of what made it all click. Like, yeah, it's kind of like you may be involved in certain certain areas of certain a- things, whatever, and you know, having a piece of each one, kind of like all in one, becomes who you are. Hmm. And I think it makes sense. And I think. Um, like what you said about, you know, this podcast, right? This one touches like a few of them, right? You, you said you love it. Uh, you're pretty good at it. You don't get paid jack squat for it. But like <laughs> the world also needs it. So it's touching kind of through the four, right? Your job, you know, your job says, you know, you would you say you're good at it. You you love it, right? <laughs> you kind of get paid for yeah. it. But the world probably doesn't really need it, right? It's right. Well, it's a bunch of nerdy marketing. Yeah. And so it's stuff. like, but, you know, those two examples, each of those had three of out of the four, right? And so it's kind of like different things we do make up like kind of who we are yeah um i, I don't know this chart was helpful it is helpful to look at yeah Th- there's another similar one um it's a little bit simpler there's only three instead oh, yeah, of four yeah. uh but it's, i think it's really funny because a lot of people <laughs> i think um yeah <laughs> one. A lot, i think these three boxes basically you can think of like three circles overlapping kind of like a venn diagram and so um if if they're like the intersection of what you're good at and what you love, it says happy, but poor <laughs> what the intersection of what you love and what pays well is just a dream because mm-hmm. you're not good at it and you probably can't do it. And then the intersection of what you're good at and what pays well means that you're rich, mm-hmm. but bored. Um, and these are probably like the three like mm-hmm. major categories of where people fit in. Um, but I think the difference is that again, it's like you don't have to just be one of those things and there are other things you can do to kind of fill the gaps of, of, uh, mm-hmm. of a very fulfilling, you know, life or, very fulfilling ventures. Yeah. One thing we've mentioned a few times, but uh, 
we you know we talked about a lot of like historical figures um thomas edison uh Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Jefferson, there's others. Um, I don't know who it applies to specifically. I know it applies. Did you find it, Corey, in your research? No, I can no? find it. So I was talking to my brother-in-law, Nathan, and he was t- telling me he read a book about one of those guys, and uh, I don't remember which one, but he was saying that, uh, like, basically, we know we know them for, like, everything, you know, big that they accomplished. Let's just take, you know, Thomas Edison, for example. It may not be him, but th- we know him for what? Uh, the electricity, uh, light bulb, like a ton of just, you know, big things that he did. Um, that's what we know him for, but from what we learned about him in, in reading, that that was only like a, a side, like a part of his life. That mm. was on top of like a full-time job he had. You know, he had other interests, other things he was involved with. And um, when I heard that, I was like super fascinated because, you know, we look at these people like, man, like if only I could do what I, you know, do what they did, you know, find a thing that I love and do that full-time. Yeah. Um, but the reality is like these guys had families, they had kids, they had commitments, you know, they had jobs and they st- on top of all that they accomplish you know these things and so yeah um i think that's a, a good thing to think about right like <coughs> all these people that we know for one thing really like that probably wasn't even the thing that they spent the most time on yeah or that they were like the most committed to even but that just well, happened to be the thing that made the most impact yeah. and this weird thing about like if you were back in that time and like in their circle like if you were one of their friends like the thing they're known for today I wonder if that's what they were known for back then. You know, I mm. wonder if there were other things they were working on, other things they were doing right. that we don't even know about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that is true. You know, like I, I when we went to Boston, you know, it's a very like, like historical city. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of walk around and you look at the monuments and read about the different places. And one of the things that like really struck me was, um, this is a little bit of a tangent, but it struck me like these guys literally like founded a country. Like what would it be like to be one of the guys who are like, yeah, dude, I, I started this place. Like, yeah. <laughs> I started the United States of yeah. America. And, like, we challenged and, like, we fought, like, we, we warred with mm-hmm. the most powerful nation in the world, the Great Britain at the time, um, and we won. Like, yeah. dude, that's pretty, that's pretty BA. Yeah. Uh, but again, too, like, that wasn't their only thing. Like, they just had to do mm-hmm. uh, what, they, what they had to, essentially, you know, to get it done. But um, I think that's one thing maybe that a lot of... Um, like the lesson that, that I feel like I, I take away from this and even look at looking at the graph as well is like success and legacy and like what you find fulfilling in life probably isn't going to just come from one thing. Mm-hmm. And the most successful people, the people with the most legacy who are the most, you know, well-renowned and, uh, and respected in history had multiple things. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they were able to achieve more, and kind of reach the things that, that they needed to, you know, like yeah. they were able to do, you know, maybe it was because Thomas Jefferson, I, I'm going to butcher, I, I'm actually not going to do that. Maybe it was because, you know, so-and-so famous, respectable person had a j- day job that allowed them to do this other thing that mm-hmm. became really impactful. Um, and if they didn't, if they didn't have two things going on at once, maybe they wouldn't have been able to, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think about that now, like what are the things that I'm doing to try to kind of like diversify what I'm working on and like what is, what's my unique multi-hyphenate like mm-hmm. am I going to be you know I don't know entrepreneur uh I don't know writer uh podcaster or am I going to be like another combination of things you know mm-hmm. like what what is it ultimately that's going to mm-hmm. make my legacy yeah well yeah I, I yeah I like this one because I think it's like a freeing thing to think about like it's encouraging it's like you don't have to like you know get or be that one thing you want to be like this concept is like hey like 
I can, you know, I can become multiple, you know, different things, right? There can be yeah. many parts of my life that I enjoy doing. And I like it because it's kind of like a, you think of like a, you know, like a piece of a pie, right? You know, eight pieces, whatever. You can be like these different pieces, right? You can do different stuff. And so, yeah. Like yeah. And when you think about it, like when, when <coughs> someone introduces themselves to you or probably even when you introduce <coughs> yourself to someone, uh, you're like, hey, you know, I'm Corey. Um, the first question someone asks you is like, what, what do you do? do? And like that's your entire yeah, identity. Yeah. Like they're about to just like put you in this box of like, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm, I am a marketer for a software company. Like, yeah. okay, cool, nerd. <laughs> like, that's it. Just completely like, yeah. that's entirely who I am to them now. That's funny. Um, that's unless they, point. you know, really get to know you. Um, but so much of like, we put so much of who we are into this one thing. When you know those certain people that you know that you know they're you know they're successful. You know they've done well but you can't really put a pin on what they do. Like, you know, right, yeah. That's what I want to be. <laughs> I want to totally. be like one of those guys. I want my kids to go to school and be like, what did your dad do? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he does some things and yeah. talks with important yeah, people or whatever. That's exactly. That's actually very true. Yeah. I, I have some very specific people but in mind where I'm like, it's because I still don't know exactly they what they do. They do multiple things, right? And yeah. Yeah, so. yeah it, that's very true. I mean, every, there's a lot of... Uh, it's sort of applicable in a way it's not like the best example, but one thing I always remember, um, is, uh, dang it. What's his name now? Um, Oh, dang it. He has his own podcast. Uh, he's a really well respected, renowned Christian author. He wrote people of a prophet and just the real, Oh, Dale Partridge. That's what shout out to Dale. We want to have Dale on the podcast (laughs) one day. Sorry, Dale. I forgot your name for a second. Um, but, he he wrote like this viral kind of like Instagram Facebook post where he was, he was kind of talking about men who are like afraid of committing to someone because they like don't know what they want or they don't want to like be chained down to one person. And he's like, what are you talking about one person? Like, you know, when you first start dating someone, you know, they're your girlfriend and maybe they were a college student and then you get married and now they're your wife and now they're an entirely new person and th- then they become a mother and then they're an entirely new person and you learn more about them and they change and evolve. Uh, and then, you know, one day they might have a new career or a new project. They might be a ministry leader. Um, they might, you know, eventually be a grandmother. And like, we all change over time and become, we have to reinvent ourselves over time. Uh, so it just kind of reminds me of like, hmm. you know, don't box yourself into like, I am, this is who I am. Like there's so many different facets even of anyone of like, I am hmm. a, like I don't, I don't have tons going on, right? Like, but I'm still a husband, a Christian, a podcaster, uh, a marketer, right? Like a business person. I mean, that's like four or five things. Like imagine mm-hmm. if I was, you know, whoever else it is. And like, I'm a father too. Or I'm a grandfather. Mm-hmm. Or I'm um, a teacher. I'm a writer. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. Like there's so many different dimensions mm-hmm. of your personality rather than just what yeah. you do. Dude, that's a good point about the um, the spouse, like the change of the seasons of life. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't like lead off with that. Into I this. should have. I, I just that's thought like about a whole it. topic in itself. It. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just encouraging, you know. Like, um, this probably they should be in uh, its own episode uh, one yeah. day. But um, you know, think about f- that for yourself too. Like, who who you marry isn't just what you get today. Like, you get who they are tomorrow and ten years from now, which is great. Right. Because yeah. you get more than what you just have today. Um, but also for yourself, like they marry you and you're not supposed to just stay the same. Mm-hmm. Right. You're supposed to evolve and grow and 
and become who God wants you yeah. to be. So, hmm. yeah, it's exciting. It's good, but it also could be scary. You know, it's like yeah, because we do change. We do. You know, I don't. I don't like to word evolve, but um, yeah, we transform. Yeah, <laughs> change. Yeah, and, and it's inevitable. Hmm. So, anyways, uh, in fact, m- maybe the one more like clarifying thing I should say. So, this whole idea of like. Uh, I feel like we're almost like dispelling a myth a little bit of like what you love, what you're good at, what pays well. Like, yes, it's ideal and and what the world needs. Like if you can find something that checks all four of those boxes, like you've made it like that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But don't also just confine yourself to that. But for the most part, you're probably not going to find something that checks all four of those boxes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to be a multidimensional person you know, th- mm. and different things are going to fit in different boxes. Mm. Um, and so don't chase something that doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't expect to find something that you're never going to get to. Mm. This is good. This has been actually one of my favorite topics you've talked about. Yeah. Because yeah. when you, uh, I didn't like fully understand it when you just put the uh, title and I, d- I didn't see all your notes, but now that I've like seen it and talked about it, I'm like, Oh, I like this a lot. Yeah. Maybe we should come up with a, with a new title. Yeah. <laughs> That's one I would, like just, I would, I would probably skip over that one. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Like what the heck is this thing? Finding your your unique multi hyphen. Yeah, so scratch that. That's not what the title <laughs> is. We're, we're going to find a new one. Um, but yeah, just something good to to dwell on. Like no one is just one thing. You're going to have multiple things, multiple facets of your life, and don't chase something that doesn't exist. Right? It doesn't mm-hmm. have to check all the boxes. It's okay yeah. to have multiple things and multiple parts of who you are. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, thanks again for listening. Um, if you like this episode, if you enjoyed it, if you like what we're talking about, you want to continue to help us support us, um, share with a friend, give us a five, preferably six star rating or review. If you can, um, helps us with the rankings and, and with the, with the Apple podcast algorithm and all that junk, it's actually a really terrible algorithm, which is the reason why, because we have to get reviews in order to surface up the top to reach more people like yourself. So if that's you, if you want to help us out, please share with someone else. Um, otherwise we got a couple of different uh, new projects in the works, uh, Cultivate and Keep merch, a 52-week-long weekly journal, uh, a private community and accountability group. If any of those are interest to you, look in the show notes. You can find the link to drop your email in and be notified for when we have those ready. And we will see you in the next one. Peace. Peace.